Hi guys, welcome back to Eccentric. I'm Pavitra Larson and our other host Veda Bamasetti actually couldn't come to the podcast this week because she has to be somewhere. So it's just going to be me as the host for today's episode. But we actually have two guests on the show and one of them was in last week's episode which you if you haven't listened to that it was a debate about abortion so his name is Nikhil Joseph so say hi Nikhil uh hi I'm Nikhil I was in the last episode and I'm excited to be in this one and um our second uh, guest on our show is Vidita Sachdeva Vidita do you want to introduce yourself since you haven't been on the podcast before yeah, sure. It's um, it's truly a very good opportunity that has been presented to me by my friends, by my really close friends, and I am excited to talk about this topic today. And yeah, very much interested in it. Thank you so much. Okay, that's great. So today's episode is going to be another debate, but instead of abortion, it's going to be over the topic of the current Black Lives Matter movement, which I'm sure you guys have heard about that a lot. So we're going to be discussing slash debating on different aspects surrounding the Black Lives Matter movement. So we're going to start off this debate with a question, and that is, what do you think is the primary message of the Black Lives Matter Matter movement? So, Nikhil, do you want to answer first? Uh, okay, I, I can't speak for everyone, but when you say Black Lives Matter, you could be referring to one of three things. You could either be referring to the idea that there is this system in place that unfairly targets minority, I mean, black people, not minorities, just just specifically black people. And, you know, every cop in the country is in a secret conspiracy to get as many black kill streaks as possible. That could be number one. Number two, you could be referring to this neo-Marxist domestic terrorist organization known as Black Lives Matter, who have been coordinating and, you know, pushing riots, looting, protests all across the country. Or you could be referring to, um, or you could, yeah, that that's basically it. You could be referring to one of those two things. Oh, sorry, the third thing that I agree with, sorry, I gave two. The third thing is, you could be referring to the idea that we shouldn't kill black people, right? So it's either there's a magical police system that's out to kill everybody, every black person. There's It's a domestic terrorist organization. Or it's the idea that black people's lives shouldn't be taken for no reason. I agree with the third one. But the second one the, and first one are just complete and utter nonsense, in my opinion. Okay, okay, that makes sense. Uh, Vicky, what do you think is the primary message of the Black Lives Matter movement? Well, let's try by retracing it back to the root and how this all started in the first place. So um, if you go back, like, all the way back to history and stuff like that, um, Black people have been mistreated their, their entire life, and the entire race has been mistreated constantly, not only by Americans, but by the entire world. Um, now, this all started by the death of this guy called George Floyd, who was, um, uh, yeah, arrested in a very bad manner like he did some bad stuff however the way he was arrested was wrong and the sentence he was given and um the way he was he was basically killed by an officer and that's how it basically started right by a by a white officer so that's how it kind of all started and um although i do agree with black lives matter it's just that the way people have taken like a bad advantage of it and have used it in a different manner to obtain things that 
it's kind of like a it's kind of like a lame excuse for doing bad actions it's like because i'm black i'm doing this it's kind of like that it's like i'm if you're if you don't allow me to do this you're being racist and stuff like that so that's kind of what something that also sprouted from sprouted from the black lives movement thing but that was somewhat like afterwards and yeah i do kind of agree with black lives matter so yeah we'll find out more about that in the in the uh, can I can I just point something out about something you said? You you were talking about George Floyd and how he was killed by the officer. I just want to point out that uh, if you've seen, if you've read the autopsy reports on George Floyd, if you've watched the body cam video of how he's arrested, right. he wasn't just shoved to the ground. And no, what happened was he was approached. Right, he was approached. Obviously, he was approached with the guns and stuff. But then they realized he was not exactly a threat, so they put the guns back. They told him. You're under arrest. You need to get in the car. He resisted arrest repeatedly, repeatedly, right? He he stated, even before he was on the ground, right? He said he could not breathe, okay? Right. He stated all, all this stuff was occurring before it even happened. All this stuff about, you know, not being able to breathe. And he was high on fentanyl, right? He died. The autopsy reports clearly shows that he did not die of asphyxiation. He, like, like choking to the neck. None of that actually contributed to his death. He died by... He was high on fentanyl, which is a, you know, a potentially lethal drug. And on top of that, he was clearly in a high stress situation, which he brought about, he brought about on himself. Because in that police car, there were various other people who were also arrested. They weren't, you know, shoved to the ground and choked. They were just sitting there calmly, you know, they were arrested. They got in the car peacefully. He resisted arrest. He refused to get in the car. They told him, you know, we'll make space for you. We'll open the window so you can breathe. He said, no, no. He even asked to be put on the ground. So they put him on the ground. And obviously the neck kneeling thing wasn't really allowed and the officers being charged for kneeling. But the idea that this white officer killed this black man purely out of racism. Number one, you can't prove that even if that's, even that's if basically what, even if basically he died created the entire thing right that, that basically I, thank you so much nico for uh, pointing this out about the autopsy that um that it's actually a very good point and i don't think a lot of people know this is exactly what happened cuz the entire media just thought that you know that he was basically being choked and all that kind of stuff and i don't know if they knew that he was high on fentanyl as you had said yeah, so that's, that's a very yeah, interesting that's, you brought yeah. thing you brought up because it's kind of like he wanted to die in a way. Is that what it was? Because he kind of wanted to sprout these kind of things. Now this is just a conspiracy that I just came up with right now. So, um, yeah, like because the fact that you just stated right now kind of makes me think that because as you had said, it when he was also getting in the car, he didn't want the windows to be rolled down. He didn't want to breathe himself. So. What was the aim yeah. of what he wanted? Is, is this what he wanted? Like, yeah, fair point, yeah. Yeah. Okay, great. So we heard both of your perspectives, and you both agreed on something, so that's really good. So we're going to move on to another question, and we're going to start off with Vidita this time. So Vidita, do you think that the Black Lives Matter movement actually encourages violence? Um... Not really, because there have been peaceful protests as well. But if the media wants just to look at, you know, the violent ones, then so be it. But there have been peaceful ones as well. And I know that for myself. And doesn't exactly promote violence, but it can sprout that. It can 
uh, how do you say it? like add to the fire itself it's kind of like adding gasoline to fire right kind of like in that manner um because people are tired of being oppressed and they have this built up pent up anger in themselves and they're like okay now this is our chance to get justice and you know to get uh yeah justice for the wrongdoings that have been done to us the racism that has been done to us the partiality and all that kind of stuff so that's yeah that's basically what i think okay that makes sense uh nikhil what do you think right um this i'm looking at the stats right now you blm started protesting one death george floyd's the violence that ensued has now resulted in two deaths 617 arrests and more than half a billion dollars in damages across 1500 locations across the continental united states now i want to know how protesting a death in 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 doing even doing that how can you go and lead to two more deaths arrests millions and dollars millions of dollars in damages how is that not just inherently hypocritical right you're you're trying to stop violence you're trying to you know stop people from dying and yet you go and kill people in your quest to stop that violence that makes absolutely no sense to me right, right. and the motivation funny. the motivation behind these rights it, i i because the facts and figures clearly show that america is not racist right like you can talk about all this all this pent up anger and what not right but the like about police targeting black people but the fact of the matter is right 54% of murders in this con- in the country are are committed by black by black people right and they are only 13 to 14% of the population that is ridic- they are over- ridiculously overrepresented in murder statistics and this follows for almost all violent crime rape you know armed robbery all this stuff black people are ridiculously overrepresented right so if you as a race are going to go out and commit tons and tons of crimes right then what do you expect other than tons and tons of police pushing on you and trying to stop you from committing those crimes like what what else do you expect right like if black people want to you know stop being targeted by police bring those numbers down bring that murder down bring those rapes down bring those armed robberies down and maybe maybe then we'll actually see please stop targeting you know black people did you know that a black person is more likely to be shot by a black cop than a white cop right so how how can you claim racism when when such a figure is like that exists okay so you're saying that um blm doesn't does does encourage violence or it doesn't it does it absolutely does and they have zero zero statistical basis for that violence Okay, okay, that makes sense. Vidhi, do you have anything to say against that? Wait, if there are zero statistical information for that thing then why? Pardon? I'm confused, Nico. I, I I'm confused with your last statement that you said. Could you please clarify what you meant? I mean, there the the, the idea that okay, the, you you st- you said all this about, you know, um pent-up anger and frustration and, you know, unfairness. Yeah. I I that you can't there are no there's no statistical data to back that up right there's there's no data to show that a black people are unfairly targeted by police because you know fact of the matter is more white people more unarmed white people are shot than black people every single year or year over year okay i think according to the washington post right last year only i think only like less than 
innocent black people were shot for no reason, right? And 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 suddenly, you know, all these Instagram people are putting up, say their names, say their names. They give like 20, 30, you know, faces like this is it's just it's lies. It's not true, right? It, the by like in terms of per capita deaths, black people are not over targeted by police. And if they are, that's solely because of the fact that it's a statistical reality that black people commit more crime, right? It's math. It's not that hard to understand. <laughs> like, I don't know why, why these riots are continuing. It's fairly, I thought it was fairly obvious myself when I first found out. Okay, that's interesting. So, Vidhi, do you understand now? Yeah, I do get it. But he sounds borderline racist. Just borderline. <laughs> I'm, okay, this is... <laughs> I get, okay, this is this is something that a lot of people try to say. They, you know, it's math. S- search it up. I can go on Wikipedia right now and okay. tell you okay. what what the what the murder statistics are. I can give you p- police go where the crime is, and if the crime is okay. like fifty percent of all murders are coming from black people, what do you expect other than police focusing on those black neighborhoods, on those black areas to try and stop that murder? What do you expect? Do you expect police to just sit there and just allow murders to happen? What what no. about like sentences? What about things like sentences? How black people get more sentences than white people? How do you feel about that? Is, is that sorry? Is that a is that a like a proven thing? Is like it sounds like anecdotal evidence. It doesn't sound like is that actually proven? Is my question. Yeah, I mean. If you consider Instagram statistics as reliable, then... I don't know. Because a lot of the time it's just biased people trying to, you know, spread false... You know, the the stuff that I cite, right? The stuff, the statistics I've given. I get them from FBI. I get them from DOJ, uh, the (laughs) Department of Justice. I I get these from, like, reputable government sources, right? And I'm, I'm not basing my arguments off of Instagram stories. Hmm. That okay, I, I um, don't think that there is any conclusive proof that black people are given longer sentences. And if they are, right, that would mostly, I, I would attribute that to Joe Biden's uh, crime bill. I, I'm not exactly sure when it was, um, but he basically created a bill which said that if, if someone, um, if someone committed a crime three times, they, they did 1994 the 1994 crime bill if 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 you do if you do some kind of serious crime three times in a row the government can put you away forever or or for a really really long time and it's for that reason that a a generation of black kids have grown up without their fathers because they've all been sentenced away by this crime bill it it created mass incarceration right so the same people that are pushing black lives matter are also pushing joe biden but they don't understand that joe biden is the reason why black people are so, so much put in jail. Like, I'm not being racist. These are just the facts. These are just, this is math. This is statistics. You can't, you know, make statistics into race. Like, that's, you know. So you're saying it's Joe Biden's fault? that all No, I'm saying that, I'm saying that it, it's a part of it. Like, how are you pushing the same person who's partly responsible for your problems? Okay, would you say it's a contributing factor? Uh, yeah, yeah, it's a contributing factor. But okay. another, con- the, the biggest factor in all of this is culture, right? Like tons of, tons and tons 
of you know immigrants populations have come to this country and been discriminated against jews when they first came to this country they were heavily discriminated against you know they like 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 there was segregation like there were there were uh no jews allowed in certain country clubs and whatnot they, they, they did not have a good time now look at jews they're one of the they're some of the richest you know richest people in america I, i'm not i'm i'm over you know you always hear the stereotype rich rich jews right but you, jews are still the you know the still the most attacked um attacked group in america in terms of hate crimes right they're still the most attacked group in america in terms of hate crimes they're still discriminated against by these racists and whatnot yet somehow they've already man- they've managed to do well for themselves asians they came to this country you know dirt poor they came in as you know cheap labor and now they are 30% richer on average than the average american household how's that happened How's America racist if Asians are now richer than the so-called elite whites? How does how, that doesn't make sense to me? Okay, so um, Vivi, you said before you made a previous statement that Nikhil sounds uh, borderline racist. What from his points made you think like that? What What did he say to make you say that? Um. Well, I don't exactly remember now. <laughs> Cause, cause he clarified it for me, and I don't, I don't think that anymore. So the point okay. doesn't stand. Yeah, okay, yeah, he great. explained himself well, so it's all right. Yeah, okay, that's great. So I'm gonna move on to another question. It's more, more over a statement, but BLM contends that the justice system is corrupt, therefore having systematic racism. So do you agree with the statement, Nikhil? Do you want to go first? Uh, pardon, could you repeat that? Yeah, sure. So BLM contends that the justice system is corrupt, therefore having systematic racism. Do you okay, agree with the okay. statement? All right. Just point me to the to the law that specifies on race. Just I'd love to see the law. Which which law? Which you know, which subcode of which you know directory which which law specifies that black people should get longer sentences than white people? Which law? Where is it written? that black people should get shot more than white people. Where is that law? Like, I'm still waiting. I've, I've asked this question to countless BLM supporters, but I'm still waiting. Which law is it that specifies and discriminates specifically based on race? I'd, I'd love to see that law, and I'm still waiting on seeing that law. And if you can't show me that law, right, then I don't think that you can say that black people are over, you know, you know, they're, they're discriminated against in, in justice system because there is no law in said justice system. Okay. Uh, Vivi, do you want to respond to this? What do you think, what do you think of the statement? Hmm. Hmm. Well, he has a good point, but, well, I don't know. I, don't, I personally don't really know much about American law. Neither have I have been ever interested in understanding about it. So I don't quite really know what to say to that. So yeah, I just don't have anything to say. <laughs> Do you agree with what he said? Do you have anything against that? Uh, somewhat, I guess. I'm not sure. But um, I don't know. I myself have seen it in movies that white officers follow black people in black neighborhoods and they didn't even do anything and they arrest them for things they didn't even do and it's like portrayed so much like that in media and if you know it the media can really affect your perception 
and yeah, sorry, the media things like Instagram straight. or like stuff sorry. like that. Sorry, sorry, just to get this straight. Right. You're you're basing your opinion off number one movies, and number two the media, which you like ten minutes ago just said were focusing on the wrong thing and twisting and twisting the narrative. I I don't understand that. How can you base your opinion on something which can and is measured by real world statistics? How are you how are you basing that? How are you basing your opinion on such a topic off of movies which are designed to make people connect and designed to make people, you know, think in a certain manner? Yeah. How 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 do you how does that work? That sounds like bias to me personally. Well, I guess it might be biased, not so sure. Uh, but because we base our opinions on the basis of what we see, hear, and have around us. So, do you understand my point? Or do you still have a confusion? But just because people do that doesn't mean you should. Like, I, I believe that if you're trying to learn about a topic, you should get the facts straight. And the right. fact is that there are no racist laws. And cops, in fact, do, there's this thing called the Michael... I'm not sure about the name, but basically after Michael Brown, like this, the incident where this, um, this black man charged a cop and the cop was forced to shoot him. And everyone believed that the cop, that Michael Brown said, hands up, don't shoot. Basically, basically it was a fake incident of police brutality. The police in fact was justified in shooting that person, but everyone, everyone believed the opposite. And that man lost his job and completely the cop just come, just completely just his life just was over, basically. And that effect, that has led to p- police under-policing black neighborhoods. And, you know, if they see a black, cri- a black crime going on, they just, you know, they'd rather just not deal with it and just not have that stain on their, on their name and just, you know, not be labeled racist from 10 seconds of some taken-out-of-context clip, right? Isn't that, so, isn't that wrong, then? Isn't that what the police isn't supposed to do? Yeah, but then when when everyone is blindly jumping on the racist train, you know, a cop does anything to a black guy, let's jump on the racist train, let's all call him racist, racist, racist. What, mm-hmm. what you, cops aren't God, right? They're not, they're not like, they're human. Like, and, you know, at some point, you, you know, you're just going to not, like, why would you, you know, sacrifice, potentially sacrifice your life for a community that hates you, for a group of people that are ev- at every turn are willing to despair that despise you and and spit on your name and throw bricks at you and and you know burn down your buildings why would you risk your life for a community like that and you know cops are choosing just just to turn a blind eye and that ends up in more black lives being lost right that that that's that's negative but somehow black people you know the the blm people see that as a positive i i don't understand that you know i don't it's it's stupid like just from a logical standpoint you know, it, it doesn't uh, Okay, wait, wait, one second. Um, Nico, your point that you had said about... What was it about this guy who had basically framed this officer, right? Not about framed. That? His name was Michael Brown. Michael and Brown. he was... Yeah. It's the right, Ferguson okay. effect. That's what it's called. It's called okay. the Ferguson effect. Okay, okay. So, um, I think I can add on to that point. Because this one time, I saw this video, which was clearly... Um, I think this was very much real. Um... Uh, it basically uh, looked at this these couple of black people just hitting a white woman for what reason I think I don't know she be, she might have like said something to offend them but they were literally um, 
like beating her up for no reason and that was that kind of seemed like reverse racism to me not gonna lie but i mean no no sorry not reverse racism that is racism because racism is basically discriminating against another race and they were beating her up for no reason so i think i can kind of use that to support your point perhaps what do you think of that yeah 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 that that i mean i'm not gonna lie it it doesn't like based on what i've seen it doesn't sound like racism against white people is all that common it i mean it's it's obviously increased now with all this anti white sentiment and anti blm and basically any person who doesn't support blm Because at this point is now they're getting hated on quite a lot and it's like it's like black people are hitting white people because of the shit the ancestors have done to them right yeah The thing is, like, I, my I ancestors like... do not define me. If I did shit to you, okay, you can beat me up. All right, understandable. But if my ancestors did it, why am I being? Why am I taking the yeah, right exactly? It? And it's not like your ancestors. It's not even like the black people today. They they don't they weren't slaves, right? They they weren't working. And I understand that history can affect today. But when they're asking stupid, like I've heard someone's asking for slave reparations now, slavery reparations, right? If you have, if you were a slave owner, you should pay slave reparations. If you were a slave, you should receive slave reparations. But nobody, right, other than maybe like some human trafficking victims, nobody in America today is a slave owner or has been a slave. That it is complete bullshit, right? That that point it's, about it's gone now because it was way way back when this slavery thing kind of happened, like yeah, way back. Now I I don't think there are. really any places i don't know there might be places in nigeria or something i've heard cases but yeah i don't really think in modernized areas such as america itself there are things or you know concepts such as slave and slavery anymore so i don't think that people should be paying for you know the repercussions of something that happened like millions of years ago why are you venging it uh, receiving vengeance for now or getting vengeance for right now how does how does past relate to present i mean when you talk about past i will admit that you know the impacts of slavery are still felt today for example you know the fatherhood rate of in black communities like the single motherhood rate in black communities is something like 70% right which means that a lot of black fathers are leaving their kids which i don't think is a good thing but I I can't fully blame black people because it was a practice that came from slavery when father when families were separated on plantations mm-hmm. and you know it it's I I guess it's sort of been become in built to the culture the idea of not knowing your dad it's but like at some point right at some point you know black people are just going to have to say just going to just going to have to step up and say you know okay that's our past but we right now right I can you know I can you know stay away from like all this material like stuff right like all what all the rappers are like you know glorifying like you know fast money fast cars fast you at some point black people are going to have to say i'm going to stop this right i'm going to mm-hmm. i'm going to stay with my wife i'm going to make sure i know my kids right i'm going to i'm going to have a proper family i'm going to step up and i'm going to make my life better now i understand it's very easy for me to he- sit here and tell black people to do it yourself but i believe that that we like we should be you know you should be campaigning to make that change easier to make it easier for black people to step up and say 
you know, I am going to get a job. I am going to, you know, stay with my family. I think we should be protest. We should be protesting to make that easier for Black people, right? Maybe, you know, make it easier for Black people to get jobs. You know, make it easier for Black people to get educations. Make it not. We sh- what we shouldn't be doing is just defunding the police. You know, and just increasing crime and making it easier for you know those bad apples to do second bad things. One second, may I just interrupt? Okay, right. So um, I think you said something about giving black people more opportunities and stuff like that. So when you do that, there is a major conflict that seems to occur. Okay, and I can use me living in, me living in this country as a very live example. As of you know, do you know of scheduled castes in India? Yeah. Yeah. You know that, right? Right. And the yeah, way it's, they're it's, given specialization, right? and I'm general caste, so I'm a general person. And so the way I would be treated would be different from scheduled caste. So the same concept can be applied to what you're saying. So when you do stuff like that, white people will get pissed because they're not getting the same well, opportunities as, as a black person. And then now that, that does not ensure equality. And if you do specialization for people, that is not equality, is it? Because equality looks at equal treatment of everyone, everyone, regardless of who you are. So well, what do you have to say about by that? that logic, I, I mean, for you to make that argument, you would have to assume that white people are getting best treatment, but they're really not, right? Right now, right now, right? Asian Americans, the average Asian American household is 30% richer than the average white household. If white people are so angry and so, so hell-bent on clinging on to their so-called white privilege why are asian americans richer huh what is, is it are asian americans you know racist i i don't i don't understand that are white people racist for asians instead of against that doesn't make sense right like your argument also has to rely on the fact that somehow all white people are racist that doesn't make sense either what you know perhaps back in the day but right now right here today i highly doubt that the vast vast majority of white americans are somehow against black people succeeding that doesn't make sense to me right and yeah so right I, I but, but I, I, if, I, if black people are given more opportunities than white people then wouldn't the white people get even more pissed than they already were why what why would why would because they wouldn't get the same opportunities and the job they would have gotten a black person is getting by practically doing not a lot of stuff as they did what what do you mean not a lot of stuff um, Wait, are you giving are you suggesting giving black people jobs without doing the same amount of work as regular everyone else? Because I I'm not for that. I believe that race shouldn't even play a factor. I believe. That okay, wait. How, how about how about we trace back to to the statement that you had proposed earlier, to which I had proposed this statement, right now? Yeah, we should be promoting. When I say we should be promoting black people's getting jobs, what I mean is like for example, right now, okay. The average, uh, you know, black people, like black neighborhoods, right? I'm not entirely sure of the statistics, but I think it is a, it is a reality that a, lots and lots of black communities don't have access to proper schooling and whatnot, right? Mm-hmm. I believe that, you know, all these, all this, you know, school policies are, especially in terms of black communities, a lot of them are dem- um, dominated by Democrats, right? We should be, we should be opening up schools. We should be making them better. We should be improving them, giving black people the ability to get into these top colleges and get good right. degrees right now in college, right? A okay, lot what, what's stopping them from getting these opportunities? Well, for starters, it's 
I, I, I don't want to sound racist, but it's nothing to do with color of the skin. It's nothing to do with genetics. It's to do with the culture, right? Black people, I, I, I don't know the culture. I haven't been there myself. But like you look at the differences between culture, right? For example, a black, in a black community, the average family, will, will, his, his dad, a kid in an average family, in a black community, his dad won't be around, right? And all around him, he sees, he doesn't see people getting jobs and starting families and doing good. He sees people going to jail and getting, you know, drug, drugs busted and, you know, get joining gangs. And, and, and that is, he has no one to tell him that you shouldn't go down that path. You should, you should be working. You should be getting a job, getting an education. He has no one there to tell him that because everyone around I him is doing I still the exact opposite. That of but just like let's say if, if they don't allow black people to be in their area or something like that um to be somewhat racist because um someone's culture doesn't necessarily define them i guess partially but the type of person I'm, they are I'm, does I'm not, and race I'm not, shouldn't play a role. i just i just want to compare this to the average asian american family the average asian american families you have your chinese americans indian americans japanese americans what, what are they like huh two-parent stable loving household right hard emphasis on you know getting good grades and good marks and and you know hard emphasis on succeeding and and getting a good job and why that is why asian americans are richer because even white people right as much as you can talk shit about them even they don't have as much of a you know society of, of a familial and you know fam, you know just a push to succeed as you know the average asian american family right you hear the stereotype you have to be an engineer or a doctor right and right. it's i'm not gonna lie it is true and it is you know no as, as we all are from the same culture i think we all can relate to the example you're saying yeah exactly and i've heard it you, quite a lot in family gatherings and stuff like that and, so. and to be honest i don't view that as a bad thing because when it you have necessarily, like that, it definitely does promote people to work better. So I guess I do understand your point and what you're trying to you say. Compare that, you compare Asian Americans to black people, right? Like right. To, in terms of culture, right? You have on one hand, you have, you know, fast money, fast cars, and then jail and, and you know, broken families. And on the other hand, you have, you know, hardworking, push, get a job, be stable, start a family. And, and you know, that is that culture of pushing and that culture of, you know, you know, ditching your kid, it's, it's a part, I'm not trying to be racist, but that's a reality, 70% of black families don't have, 70% of families are single parent in, in the black community, and we need black people to start saying, okay, you know what, I'm not going to leave my wife, I am going to tell my kid to get good grades, I'm going to tell him to stay away from drugs, I'm going to tell him to stay away from the alcohol, I'm going to tell him to get good grades, I'm going to tell him you have to be an engineer, you tell him you have to be a doctor, a lawyer, you know, mm-hmm. a nurse, we have to, black people have to we have to help them and they have to help themselves to you know change the culture and and change how it is because you know with all this with all this you know affirmative action trying to push for you know black people what ends up happening is you know black kids they don't have good schools right but through affirmative action they get into really good really tough demanding courses and then what happens is black kids don't graduate because they are they end up in 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 courses which for which they are not you know they're not you know they're not trained for they haven't they haven't got the learning they haven't got the 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 training to cope with those courses and, and what ends up happening is they just end up dropping out right so so we should we should be pushing black kids to you know go into these fields where there aren't before right like some of the lowest paying majors in colleges are dominated by black people and that sh- it shouldn't be like that we should 
we should be pushing them and they should be pushing themselves to go for these higher paying, you know, more stable jobs in my right. opinion. And how does that happen? That happens with education because that's the root of education. Exactly. And you look at all these these Democrats. When I, when I say all these drug-ridden, you know, single-parent households, I'm referring to cities like Baltimore. I'm referring to cities like Chicago. I'm referring to cities like Detroit, right? Where, where Democrats have been in power so long that they end up just ruining it, it, it's it's a hellhole really like like no opportunities nothing drugs you know alcohol prostitution like we need to change those things we need to help black people pros- prosper and you know I, I i know a lot of people think donald trump is racist but Do you under mean donald- to change the stereotype is that what you mean because stereotype relates to culture in that yeah. well it, it's a stereotype the, the whole thing about Black people not having that. It's a stereotype because it's right. true. It's, it's true, right? Um, and we can change that. It is true. I mean, 75, 70% of Black families don't have two parents. It's, it's, it's a fact. This isn't something that you can say racist, but it, it's just genuinely true, right? Like, it, it's, it's a fact. 70% of Black households don't have two parents. Hmm. That's interesting. Right. Yeah, it's, it's not stereotypic, it's true. So. Okay, so moving on. Um, the next question is, do you think today that the United States is still currently grappling with issues of racial discrimination? So, Vidi, do you want to say your opinion on this first? Uh, well, as per the discussion that we've been having, I think so, perhaps. Not really. Yeah, I'm, the thing is, I'm not really sure about anything really because um kind of everything i say just gets contradicted by nikhil (laughs) he just gives me different facts and stuff and that kind of just changes my entire opinion and yeah i guess that's a i guess that's a good thing because you learn more that way um but yeah i don't know i've i haven't ever been to america and stuff like that so i don't really know how that goes along nikhil would you know anything about it I, I mean, I haven't been to America either, but I just, like, you don't need to be an American. You don't need to go there to read statistics. And that's what I've been doing. I've been, you know, you, you go on YouTube, you can find tons of people to talk about these statistics. You know, Ben Shapiro, Stephen Crowder, all these right, people. But when you see it in front of yourself, isn't that more reliable? Well, no, because that's just a personal experience. That's anecdotal evidence. Like, okay, if I go to, let's just say, if I go to India... Right. And I see I, I look at a woman and she's being treated well by her family. Right. Then the idea that I'm going to form in my head is, oh, you know, all women in India are treated really nicely. But that's not how it that's not the truth, is it? Right. That, that's not real. Like it, the reality is Indian women are far under treated. They're not treated well in India. Right. right. So so then you, you shouldn't base your opinions off of anecdotal personal experience, because that just leads to, you know, that just leads to being misinformed because you've only seen one side of it that's why i like to look at global like like countrywide statistics because that gives me a bigger picture that gives me a bigger idea of what's going on right like if you look at all the media you can you look at oh look first jacob blade jacob blake now george floyd now michael brown now Breonna taylor it makes you think oh my god black people are dying in the buttloads but then when i look at the actual data right it it, it, it shows something different and it changes the opinion. And, it, and that's why I believe that statistics are very important. Hmm. 
Yeah. Okay, so um, the term or the statement all lives matter, it's often been viewed as a contradicting statement against Black Lives Matter and as a racist term. Do you specifically think this is correct or not? So Nikhil, do you want to answer first? I've, I've been answering first for a while. Let's, let's, let's get... <laughs> sure, sure, I'll go ahead with this one. Um, yeah, well, Nick has been speaking quite a lot. Thank you so much for your views. It, it's really been good, this entire talk. Um, well, okay, uh, the thing that had been going on when BLM was high-key trending was this example, which was that if a house is burning and a house is normal, right? It's kind of like that. So all lives matter is that normal house and the burning house is BLM. So which one do you save? You save the normal one or the burning one? Of course, you save the burning one. So that's kind of how it was shown in media, according to me. Like, all of my opinions are majorly based in media. I don't really read stats a lot. It seems that Nikhil's quite the opposite. And that's why his points seem to be more valid and more reliable. And, um, yeah, so I think that all lives matter is something that shouldn't necessarily be looked at at that point. Because, yeah, the same example of the burning house and the normal house is there. Because you would obviously save the burning house first. And That, that makes... It, oh, sorry. Yeah, sure. Go ahead. No, 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 sorry, you, you were in the middle of a sentence, and I just wanted to... <laughs> no, it's, it's okay, it's okay, you can interrupt me, it's all right. Well, I mean, yeah, okay, so you gave the example of the burning house, and, you know, that is, that's a very good example, and it makes sense. I've also heard something about a band-aid and how one person is, you know, dying and the other person has a cut, and saying all lives matter is like putting a band-aid on a massive gunshot wound or something. But mm. what, like, the stats show that, in fact, neither house is burning, right? The stats prove that neither house is indeed burning it they're both fine so like the, the, the idea that and i'm gonna be honest i wouldn't personally say all lives matter i don't think it's a very good argument right it's i don't think it's argument. no it's it's not it doesn't like like the other person is saying oh look at look black people are dying by the buttload you know we shouldn't kill them and you're saying we shouldn't kill anyone that doesn't it's not i wouldn't say it i i don't think it's a very good argument but i don't think that it's necessarily it should be labeled racist right I, I don't think that you should you know bash anyone for saying that because well, it's not, yeah well it's not, it's not necessarily racist it's kind of like it's kind of like trying to change or divert the topic in a well, way in some way yeah sort of it's kind of just like black like, lives no 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 it's not only black lives it's everyone's lives you know like, it's like if black people are dying in buttload as you had said well but then like I don't know, like, as you guys said from the statistics as well, that if neither of the houses are burning, then what is the point of all this? Exactly. I wouldn't say it personally. Just media yeah. manipulation. You can put it on that a lot. Uh, there, was this, there was this young mother, uh, I forget her name, uh, but she was shot for saying All Lives Matter. Uh, young mother, 20, yeah, okay, so she was shot dead by by a BLM supporters Jessica Doty Whitaker 24 in India Indianapolis she said all lives matter to a bunch of black lives matter and they shot her and she was a mom and i think that this is this this is like when i say i support all lives matter this is what i mean right i don't i don't i wouldn't say it personally but i don't think you should shoot someone for saying it you, i you mean it's, it's their it. opinion if you can't respect people's opinion then i just i don't know i just get 
get a life or something because if you can't respect people's opinions that you practically cannot survive in this world and clearly those people can because they think just because they have a gun they have power and you can just shoot someone and they think nothing would happen I and yeah i guess i guess there is where the all lives matter thing would apply because just because someone's saying their opinion and you don't agree with it doesn't mean you go around killing them so exactly yeah but you know i i do understand why people find like i understand where blm people are coming from like they 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 think that i mean i think they're wrong but they think you know like they're fighting the good fight like they're fighting for rights they're fighting for freedom and equality and and they're working so hard and look at this these people coming in with their stupid t-shirts to say all lives matter completely just denouncing everything we're working so hard on and i understand why that might be upsetting i understand why people might get angry at that so yeah you know i i don't i don't blame people who hate all lives matter i just i think they're wrong but the thing yeah, is I, that if you if you understand both perspectives it's really good because i don't know i don't know about you but like i can see it from both perspectives now because i can see it from your perspective as well and i'm also seeing it from the perspective i saw it from a month ago or so when black lives matter was trending quite a lot and yeah 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 and you know i i get exposed to this blm stuff every single day of my life when i go on instagram just looking at everyone's stories and what i try and do is you know what i try and do is i try and look at those points and i try and see if if they can be debunked and if they can be disproven and if they they can be proven false and if they can't i am just going to assume that they are true right like hmm yeah stats so, are more reliable as you had said earlier as well the media you know media manipulation and they twist data and stuff like that they really do do that i think because there have been yeah, quite I, a I lot of accounts i've seen i don't trust the media i don't trust the media yeah you should trust fair. the media in terms of all this it's 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 either one extreme or the other it's either fox news ranting about you know this and that or it's cnn shitting on trump for like the <laughs> third year in a row Right, right. Wait, earlier you had said something about Donald Trump not being racist. I would really like to know about that since we have a fellow Republican here. <laughs> yeah, um I mean, I I just I don't understand. Black people are are at record unemployment lows, right? They black people are getting tons of jobs. Latinos are now richer under Trump than they have ever been in human history. They're richer under Trump than they've ever been. How can you claim a man like that is racist? That doesn't that doesn't bode. That doesn't sit well for me. It doesn't make sense to me. Mm. Right? How can you claim someone like that, that is racist? Hmm. That's interesting. I'm I'm just going to listen to your guys' uh, points because I really do not want to say anything. Pavitra, do you have anything to say since you're a fellow Republican and I see you posting quite a lot about Donald Trump on your stories? So yeah, I'm just intrigued. Um Personally, I don't find him as a racist man. A lot of people have been saying he's racist for things he said or things he's done, but personally, I don't think he's racist because many of the people that say he's racist don't give evidence, don't give anything to back up their claims. So, and I just think he's done so many so many things for people of color, especially in the economy when it comes to unemployment rates and uh, black people and Hispanics getting jobs. He's done so many for not just white but for every race honestly but many don't focus on that and just blatantly say that he's racist without anything to back up 
their claim or no evidence at all. That That's what I think, at least. So what's the reason why Trump supporters get hated on quite a lot or Republicans in general or why Trump is hated quite a lot in this world? What's the reason? For that? I, I'm going to be media. honest. Definitely media. I, yeah, media. I mean, CN, you go on CNN, you go on MSNBC, you go on these these, these news networks. It's just 24-7 shit on Trump time. Like every, like every second story will just be criticizing Trump. Like mm-hmm. everything, like and and especially like you can like uh, uh, do you know this? Like I'm not sure if you know, but like there's this quote from Trump where he said, "Very fine people." Are you aware of that quote? Oh yeah, he said people have very fine. Yeah, yeah, like, like it's it's so clear to see because the quote was, and I'm paraphrasing here, but the full quote was, "There were very fine people." Like there was basically, um, for those of you who don't know, here's a context. There was this uh, riot or rally or something. There was a fight between two groups of protesters. There was one side, there were your conservatives, and the other side, there were your liberals. Um, Proud Boys and Tifa were on Proud Boys, you know, KKK, people like that. Mm. I, I wouldn't lump Proud Boys and KKK together, but, you know, basically right-wing people were on one side, left-wingers were on the other side, so like Antifa, people like that, right? And there was a clash, and there were people who were injured severely, and Trump had to make a press conference about that. I think it was in North Carolina or some, somewhere like that. And Trump had to make a press conference about that, and he said... They were very fine people on both sides, you know, not white nationalists, not the KKK, not the white supremacists. I condemn those people. But, you know, other than that, they were very fine people on both sides. And the media cut out the part where you condemn the white nationalists and the KKK. And they just ran with Trump calls white supremacists very fine people. And everyone believes it. And everyone, a lot of people still do believe it, right? It, it hasn't even, like, a lot of people still with all their heart believe in such things and i believe that that is a big reason why people just hate trump right and like when you think about it and and some people point to stuff that he's done in his past stuff in the 1980s 90s stuff that he's done there but let me ask you this right an example that they love to give is black uh trump banned black people from his casino or something right i I, could contrast trump with biden who put an entire generation of black people behind bars Right? Is banning a couple of black people from your casino or ba- putting an entire generation behind bars, which one's worse? Now, I'm, uh, if Trump really did those things and that was really the motive, then I admit, fine, Trump may be a little bit racist, maybe he's done racist things in his past. But would you rather that or a man who's put an entire generation of black people behind bars at roughly the same time? Which one would you pick? I would pick Trump ev- any day, every day. I'd pick Trump, yeah. definitely. <laughs> Personally, I think it's just media coverage because... The thing is, everyone gets their news sources from Instagram, CNN, and all those just outlets, and those and, and those media sources don't say the full truth, and they don't even say the truth sometimes. It's just biased. Okay, so. um, one more question. This doesn't relate to BLM or like race or something. It actually relates to gender. Um, but what do you say about a couple of things that Trump has said about women? And I don't know. I've heard things he said about Indians as well, and like different races. What do you think of that? Well, I just I just want to point something out, right? Just my number the number one thing I'm gonna say. Right. A lot of things that Trump says, it's don't take it seriously. Okay. He his brand, his identity, his the way he sells himself is as a loudmouthed, rambunctious guy who says whatever he wants, whatever he feels like. And you know what? It has worked, okay? Because Trump has gotten over two billion dollars of free media coverage from the media about things he said right it, 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 his it, his own book 
the art of the deal, he says that... That's a very interesting way of making money. That's a very interesting way of making money. money. He's not making money, right? You know, he says, like, for example, during the, when Republicans, when the Republicans had to choose a nominee for the 2016 election, all the other, all the other, um, all the other candidates were paying for ads, paying for that. Trump spent almost zero dollars on ads. But every time he said something, right? Every time he said something, or something big, or something inflammatory, or something offensive, the, the media would come at it like like a like a swarm of bees, and they would devour it. They would every single news network from nine to five, you know, from you know twelve o'clock in the morning to twelve o'clock next day, they would just air that same thing. Trump said this. Trump said this. Oh my God, it's Trump racist. Blah blah blah. And you know, people started seeing his face everywhere and heard his name, Donald Trump, Donald Trump, every single day. That you know, it sticks in people's minds. You know, his own book says that good publicity is always bad, better than bad publicity. No doubt about it. But at the end of the day, bad publicity is still better than no publicity. And nowhere has he demonstrated that more than in his elections. He says bad all these... Bad publicity kind you know, of gets you more, I guess, uh, attention. Because yeah. the media doesn't really want to look at things, good deeds that you've done. It wants to look at the bad things you've done. If you've no one, no one will, no one will buy like that, they'll look at that, not look at your how amazing your grades are and what a great person you are. They won't look no, at that. They'll just look at one bad thing and they'll keep running it on. Yeah. No one will buy a newspaper that says, look, look how many children's hospitals I've done. They will look at a, they will buy an article that says, look how many children's hospitals I blew up. Right? So <laughs> right. It's just it's just the reality of media, and Trump has taken this like to his advantage. And I'm gonna be honest with you, this That's whole right. good way this, of twisting it you know, for, for readers, for, for listeners that don't know, apparently Trump has been diagnosed with COVID nineteen. I am gonna be completely honest with you. I think that it might be a stunt, right? It might be a stunt to get every <laughs> single news outlet coming and say, ha ha ha, look at Trump. He was making fun of Biden for wearing a mask. Ha ha, he's got COVID-19. Really ha, ha, won't ha, be surprised. Ha, ha. My God, I've been seeing that on my friends' stories and on my Explorer page since that news came out. And yeah, that's that's Good whatever news. you just said is exactly what happened. So. More than likely. More than likely, it's going to be a I ploy. I won't be surprised if it's, if it's a publicity stunt, actually, as per what you said. Working, because, you know, working, yeah, right? as you had said, like, good publicity is better than bad publicity, but back to the city is better than none so. exactly so honestly yeah. i, I kind of agree it, it seems a little weird that only trump and his wife got corona not any of the staff members in the white house because they were in contact with other people so wouldn't they also have to get covid or corona personally it just it, this whole thing this whole thing seems a little bit weird to me you know sketchy i'd, I'd yeah. sketchy yeah a little bit sketchy <laughs> yeah. um moving back onto the topic of blm i honestly think this has turned this has turned into a discussion more over than a debate but you know it's informative so that's good but um so blm supporters have openly announced that defunding the police is a step that needs to be taken so do you agree with that and why so did you, do you agree with this with defunding the police well, uh, apparently, as per what I had been seeing on media, since I do not really read newspapers or look at stats and stuff like that, um, basically, the entire concept of defunding the police revolved around creating a new justice system. And, um, well, as per the couple of points that Nicholas said towards the start of this discussion, um, I don't really think it's particularly necessary to defund the police because I guess 
it it might or may not sprout more racism maybe yeah i'm i'm going to be honest okay i mean like america has a really really high homicide rate i think it's 50 murders for every 1 million of the population in uk it's 11 in canada it's it's like 17 right so america clearly has a problem with crime it has a lot more crime than you know other countries Mm. But I don't understand how how defunding the police is going to solve any of that, right? I mean, you're looking at all, all it's going to do is in, increase the crime. In fact, right? Exactly, because like, there won't be anyone to sustain them from not doing it. Exactly, exactly. Like I think um, there were like less than twenty, you know, innocent black lives that were killed, unarmed black lives that were killed in in last year or something. And I think the number of people that died in black on black crime was 7500 right now if if you genuinely think that you know and and without police that number of 7500 could rise exponentially right so if you think that you know you're going to put those 10 innocent lives before those 7500 who were also killed by defunding the police then i i got you know i got to tell you that that's just not how math works right in no world does 10 lives matter more than 7500 which could also potentially rise in the future. Yeah, I also read somewhere that a sex crimes unit in one state in America got defunded, which I personally think is unnecessary. Sex crimes unit it, it needs to be there, but personally I think defunding the police is pretty much stupid. Yeah, yeah I, I don't think like in New York something necessary. Something it's just too much because you won't have anyone to, you know, regulate it. What 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 are, what are you going to do when you don't have police what's going to happen people are going to be free and free to do what free to do whatever they want go kill whoever they want do whatever okay anything like literally anything there is no restraint if there is no restraint on humans we technically just become animals and what really separates humans from animals is that we have a set of laws and we have a set of regulations morals and all that kind of stuff now police kind of helps you remind remind you of that remind you that you have a certain you know couple of obligations that you need to do and there's things you can and cannot do you can't just go around killing anyone and i feel like when you defund when you kind of defund the police that's that's kind of what's going to happen because criminals will be free and you won't have anyone anymore. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. True. I think in uh in New York or something. You know with all this de- So, um there's been this this statement that's been made um saying that people who are more mad about looting instead of an innocent man death are the problem. You can replace Suspicious. items, but you can never replace a life. Do you agree with the statement? Uh I mean they've BLM has taken more lives than police at this point so it's it's kind of redundant isn't it? Hmm. Nikhil wait one second. Um I think you kind of cut off towards the end before Pravitra proposed this question. Could you repeat what you had said because I didn't quite really hear you. Oh, basically I was talking about the murder spike in New York and this 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 really like pro blm pro actors and all this, this one senator 
I think her name is her name is AOC Alexandra Ocasio Cortez something. She said she talked about how people the crime was going up because people had no jobs, so they were trying to feed their kids, and they were stealing bread to feed their kids. But larceny, burglary, theft has gone down, whereas murder has gone up. So I, I'd like someone to explain to me how joblessness leads to higher murder, but also simultaneously lower theft. It's clear to see. It's it's just uh, blatantly obvious to see mm-hmm. that the the anti police sentiment has shot, brought down policing and that has increased in higher crimes, right? I think exactly. there was a point where they had 13 murders in 13 hours in New York City, which is a travesty to say the least when you're talking about one of the most developed countries in the world. You have 13 murders in 13 hours. That, that's just that's pathetic. It it's really is mind-blowing pathetic. for any country, actually, and especially for a really developed one. Just and okay, how joblessness relates to higher crime is because um, a free mind is that of a devil, and that basically means stuff like crime you're more likely to do. Um, an, an, an example that has been used quite often, like in I don't know, in geography classes and stuff like that, is because we look at uh, demographics there. Is um, that, for example, places like Nigeria where there's um, low GDP and stuff like that. Um, there's higher crime because people don't have jobs. So that, no, but that's then kind of how I, that, I mean, I understand the idea that if you if you have no job, you can't pay for food, you can't pay for bills, right? So you end Why up having to go out crazy, and steal. That's what happens because you don't have anything to occupy your mind with. Well, well, I I personally believe that you know, I think more. I have higher higher expectations of the average human right i i i don't believe that the average human is going to turn into a murder if they lose their job i understand if the average person might have to steal you know do some burglary to help pay for their bills and help feed their kids but i don't i don't personally think that joblessness has anything to do with murder or or violent crime you know mm, burglary is still burglary is still a crime right yeah, I know. Burglary has gone down in New York after the whole BLM thing. So it, people are clearly not trying to feed their kids because, you know, burglary has gone down. How would you, you know, stealing food? It's gone down. But murder has gone up. Violent crime has gone up. So, you know, I don't know. Hmm. Okay, so moving on to the next question. Do you guys think that the Black Lives Matter movement is a necessary movement, meaning do you think it should have been started? So, Nikhil, do you want to say what you think about this? Um, I think that you have the right to protest. I think that if you genuinely believe there's an issue, right, and I think you're wrong, but if you genuinely believe that, you should be allowed to go out onto the street and protest. I don't think you should be able to loot and buy it and somehow excuse all that, saying that, oh, only some people do it because it's a stupid... I don't think it should have been started. I don't think it has any reason to exist, but people have their First Amendment right to protest. By all means, just don't shoot people who are trying to protect their stores. Don't steal. Don't riot. Don't loot. Don't, you know, kill cops as they've been doing. Right. People are... America is definitely a democratic country, so... No, yeah. So people are allowed to their own opinions and do whatever they want to do. So, yeah. Okay, so Nikhil brought up the point of uh, of rioting and looting. So going on to that, do you guys think that the riots and looting were necessary, or should they have not been done? No, I don't. I don't. I don't think they were necessary. 
Yeah, I condemn Definitely. them. Violence is not the answer to anything. Honestly, you yeah, can solve things I'm... peacefully. Not everything has to be all war and blood and killing of people and rise in death numbers. Is personally exactly, weird. exactly. You're, you're protesting You don't have to be so pissed about it or oppressed and I don't know, just be so utterly sensitive. Literally everything. So, yeah. Okay, so this is going to be our last question for to wrap up this podcast. But basically, uh, do you think that the victims that were represented in the Black Lives Matter movement should be represented, or did they not represent the good victims? Like a lot of the victims that were represented in this movement were criminals. So, do you think that should have been done, or should other people have been represented for this movement? So, Vidi, do you want to give your opinion? I'm not sure if that uh, makes sense. No, 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 sure, sure. I'll go ahead. Yeah, your, your question does make sense, yeah. Um, well, the thing is, if you look at bad criminals and show them, you know, uh, show that, oh, these people were killed by white people and stuff like that, that kind of just doesn't really um, exactly serve the purpose and doesn't really give a lot of media coverage. Because if you look at an innocent black person, being killed by a white person. Now that's something that will give you a lot of media coverage. Firstly, is what I think. So yeah. Um, Nikhil, do you want to give your perspective? I don't like how they're glorifying criminals, right? For example, Jacob Blake. Jacob Blake was a convicted rapist. There was a warrant out for his arrest. Why are you glorifing him, right? For and another example, Breonna Taylor, right? Everyone likes to portray her as this. Oh, this frontline worker fighting to help stop COVID. She was terminated from her job, at, I think, in 2017, something like that. I'm not entirely sure, but I, I think that's what happened. And there's significant evidence to show that she was still corresponding with, you know, drug dealers and criminals, and that there was significant evidence that they were using her house to deal drugs. Now, occasionally, I am going to admit there are the there are the occasional innocent people that are actually killed. I think there was a little kid who was waving around a toy gun. He got shot. Now, I've, I haven't heard much about that case, but I think it was like a he. I think like the the gun looked real or something. But that is something that you can actually come out and say, "What the hell? How does that happen?" But when you look at someone like Jacob Blake, who reached in his car, you know, not cooperating, not anything, reached in his car and got shot. I mean, I don't understand what what you expect, right? Like, stop glorifying what are essentially criminals. George Floyd. Robbed I, a pregnant woman at gunpoint. He was the root of BLM, wasn't he? And he was a druggie to start with, as you had said earlier as well, that yeah. he was high on fentanyl, something five, like some other criminal. Five like previous convictions for cocaine possession, something like that. He robbed a woman, a pregnant woman, at gunpoint by threatening her unborn child. You know, this, these aren't heroes. These aren't good people, right? They're... I'm not innocent. Say scum, people aren't they're... innocent people. They're actually just criminals. Exactly. And exactly. the media decides to show half of it. Media, as in including areas such as Instagram, Snapchat, YouTube, um, maybe even some uh, network websites and stuff like that, such as, I don't know, uh, I don't know. Yeah, never mind. Yeah, so Instagram, Snapchat, stuff like that, they decide to show it. In that kind of manner, this portray have the information and show them as if they were these very innocent uh, angel-like people. <laughs> very innocent, as when they were actually drug dealers, rapists, stuff like that. So. Exactly. 
it's just it's just pretty wrong it's just manipulation done by um you know media which is just a very common occurrence precisely yeah okay i think this wraps up today's episode for the podcast thank you both so much for coming on it was more of a discussion rather than a debate but it was very informative and you both agreed on a lot of things that's really good so thank you guys so much for tuning in and we'll see you next episode no problem thank you so much for the opportunity goodbye bye